I'm not a podcaster. I'm mm-hmm. a business owner. Mm-hmm. I just have an online business. Mm-hmm. And the stuff that I'm doing is via a podcast, is via a book, is via an Instagram. Okay. So I think we need to really understand that we are first and foremost a small business owner or a business owner. Daddy, can I play the music now? But this way go. You know that I got love for my kin folk, my blood. Through the thick and thin, we hit no matter what. I got this is me and Daddy here, okay. and Jenny also. And we're here to teach you something. Filled it by so you're going. And goes a little something like this. Take it over, Daddy. Welcome to Family Abide, So Your Grind. This is a podcast series highlighting lessons learned by the hard knocks and by grace. My name is Robert E. Mesca Jr. and my co-host is Divine Lee, a.k.a. D. Lee. Our podcast intersects between the culture, faith, family, and finance. Episode 8, Content Creator or Small Business Owner? I'm excited about this episode. It was done live at FinCon, so you might have a little background noise. Thank you, software. That post-production editing was serious, but we got it audible. Today, we're talking with Glenn James from My Millennial Money, who created a seven-figure podcast by prioritizing himself as a small business owner first. During the course of the conversation, we discuss a wide variety of topics, including his commitment to creating great content for a year and then reassessing his results afterwards. He also talks about the benefits of steady organic growth, despite the fact that many content creators are often searching for viral hits. We finished off the discussion with the power of generosity and notes that you will never be worse off for having a generous spirit. All right, I'm here with Glenn. At FinCon for My Millennial um, series of podcasts, and he's been selected as my mentor. I was selected as mentee. It was a great opportunity. I decided to ask him some questions, and he was so gracious enough to answer them on a podcast for us. So, thank you, Glenn. Hey, thanks, Robert. Thanks for having me. All right. So, um, the first question was, what was your largest relational asset? And starting your podcast, and how did you leverage that in creating and growing the show? Yeah, I think for me, my incumbent uh, professional network and what I did, uh, I was in a unique position because in Australia, we were the first Australian personal finance podcast that went mainstream, mm-hmm. that had really fast growth and distribution. Now, I often would get other professionals, so if I wanted to do an episode about wills and estate planning with a lawyer, Mm -hmm. I would say to the firm, hey, you guys can come on and do an episode with me, but I need you to commit to spending $500 on advertising the episode that you're on, on your own social media. Mm. So I, I didn't ask for money to come on the show, but that's one strategy uh, when I invited guests or people wanted to come on, and I put it back on them and I said, hey, you need content. Why don't you come on the show, give my audience content, and you've got content to give to your audience as well. And I think that's that whole um, leveraging the networks that you do have, but not in a, a 
take, take, take way, but looking for the genuine win-wins. Absolutely. And it goes back to when I started my first business, I didn't worry about, because I, I was a financial advisor for 13 years. Mm-hmm. I didn't worry about uh, cold calling direct individuals, mm. but I spent the first 12 months cold calling other professionals that could send me clients. Mm. And it's the same thing with podcasting. How can you get your brand out to other people who can tell other people about your brand? Mm-hmm. And that's the real um, connection with those assets that you have. Hey, that's great. That's great. Um, so you kind of started my millennial first um and my millennial money and you branched out to various different aspects my millennial business i think my millennial real estate yeah my millennial property my millennial millennial health my millennial career Mm -hmm. and it it really it was the golden time of you know the podcasting when we started it Um, you know we were a growing podcast and you know we would ask our audience and we still do Every 12 months, we do an annual census mm-hmm. that they want to hear about. And that's a, another thing about knowing your audience. Uh, but I saw that there was a, a big interest in property. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, I've got the infrastructure. I, and at this time, I had, I had employees. Uh, so we started the My Millennial Property Podcast. And mm-hmm. I got uh, my co-host on the main show. I started it with him. We just did property only. Mm-hmm. And then I exited the show. We got another uh, lady, Emily, who's a buyer's advocate or buyer's agent, mm. uh, and she now hosts it with John. Okay. And then we did the same with careers and health mm-hmm. and then business. Uh, so, yeah, we, it was just, it's always about, and this is not about, like, you might have listeners of your show who's in small business, right? Yeah. I'm not a podcaster. Mm-hmm. I'm a business owner. Mm-hmm. I just have an online business mm-hmm. and the stuff that I'm doing is via a podcast, is via a book, is via an Instagram. Okay. So I think we need to really understand that we are first and foremost a small business owner or business owner mm-hmm. and listening to your customers. So when you created the brand, did you want to market the brand more or did you want to market yourself? And how did you go between that yeah, process of doing it's that? It's a really good question. And I know that we had a brief chat yesterday mm-hmm. and you were kind of you know, mm. flipping this coin and, you know, really wondering. Yeah. And I've, I've, my biggest problem is as my brand grows, mm-hmm. my millennial money, Glenn James is the main product. Mm. Now, that's well and good as you're growing, but it goes back to what do you want in your life? So for me, my long-term goal is to start to transition to have my millennial as the brand mm-hmm. and the other professional hosts in the business or in, the, in their respective shows mm-hmm. because I um, yeah I again I'm a business owner more than I am a podcaster like I love doing the podcast I love yeah. public speaking I love all that but I know one day I'll get tired of doing that mm. but I've never been tired of running a business okay. <laughs> like, I just love it like I just love the background behind the scenes stuff so uh-huh. it's important when you're starting to have that personality, have the brand. In fact, one of our, the, the first iteration of my podcast logo mm-hmm. did it just had my millennial money mm-hmm. in the text. We got a spike in listeners when I updated the cover art and put our photos on. Mm. Because we 
we like to see you connected you connected yes. a little bit better and yeah. that's something i've been struggling with do i want to attach you know the photos or i want to yeah. attach the brand or you know uh, i think you need to okay um so basically what i did i kind of heroed my millennial money with glenn james mm -hmm. and so like even in australia People don't want my millennial money to come and speak at an event. Mm -hmm. They want Glenn James to speak. Yeah. So it is a two-edged sword. Yes, and when we are in media, mm -hmm. it, and again, it really goes back to what your goals are, right? Yeah. Like, so for me, yes, I want my millennial to be the brand that everyone knows. And I was getting on a plane in New Zealand, and the Qantas uh, girl checking my bag, mm -hmm. she said, oh, are you my millennial money? <laughs> I said, yes, I am. And I was like, yes, it's working. <laughs> so I think you have to start with the personality. Okay. I think. Yeah. And then you can start to mess with it. And I was only having this conversation yesterday with my team at dinner last night. Mm -hmm. The long-term succession planning mm -hmm. is to remove me mm -hmm. and... If I got hit by a bus tomorrow and died, mm -hmm. I would like the podcast to, to go continue, on. Yeah. And because it is bigger than me, like mm -hmm. our Facebook group's got 43 or 47,000 people or whatever it is. Yeah. There's no reason why it can't continue without without me. Yeah, absolutely. We had to get to that critical mass. Yeah. All right, just a few more questions. Yeah. Do you have a family? How does my millennial show, all the shows, radio shows, mm -hmm. intertwine with your legacy? Yeah, so I'm currently, I don't have family at mm -hmm. the moment. I'm not married. Uh, I've got a girlfriend. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't live together. Um, I think up until now, you know, I think a lot of the success that I have had was because I didn't have to do the kid thing yet mm -hmm. and do the, all that. Yeah. So I kind of mean this lone wolf, I'm 38 now, and just mm -hmm. being go, 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 foot to the floor. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of been a little bit different, but what my dream is, my goal, you know, my prayers, all that is to now, when I start a family, we are starting on a solid financial foundation. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I tell people I retired from the workforce when I was 25 years old. Mm -hmm. And that was the age that I started my own business. Mm -hmm. I started to do things on my terms. And I think what I the legacy that I want is that, you know, when I start a family, the financial stress will not be on the table at all. Mm -hmm. Now, life's truly equal because you know, there could be medical events, there could yeah. be other weird things, like everyone's got their thing, right? Absolutely. And I want to just make sure that money isn't a hindrance for my thing. All right. What was the biggest lesson you learned through your previous businesses, your failures, uh, your successes? Uh, slow, organic, sustainable growth. Mm. Uh, the biggest lesson when starting the podcast uh, was when we started, I made a pact that we would release one episode every single week for 12 months. Mm. And then at the end of the 12 months, we can step back and then look for signs of life, look at our other metrics, and say, is this happening or not? Mm -hmm. If it's not happening, what are we doing? Yeah. We're wasting our energy and our time. Because that's the biggest problem. You, you know, I use the joke and the analogy, 
you go out to LA mm-hmm. and every waiter in a restaurant, I'm an actor, <laughs> my big craig. I'm like, well, you're 58 years old, it's not funny. Yeah. Like, it might be. Like, I don't yeah, know yeah, yeah. Guy, we just need to make sure that our energy is spent on fruitful endeavours. So mm-hmm. we're not that actor in waiting all our life. Yeah. Because the biggest asset that we have is our human capital. And turning that human capital into monetary capital. Mm-hmm. So we trade our time for money in our day job, right? Yeah. It's a physical exchange. So what we need to do is that time and trade, that transaction, that's the human capital that we trade. Mm-hmm. And it's too much of a waste of your human capital mm-hmm. to be working on being an actor in the next big thing. Yeah. And it's not yeah. Now, that's not to say don't try, but you need to move on mm-hmm. and still maybe do it on the side for more of a, I'm, I'm interested, it's a hobby, it's an mm-hmm. interest. Just ba- basing off of that, what is the Glenn James capital? Because you can... You know, you've done so many different things, but what is the genesis qua for you that you've been able to carry throughout these different things? I, I'm very intuitive with my, it's almost like the gut feeling. Mm -hmm. And if I feel something, I'll go for it. And my, my own thing is I don't want to do something and not work and then think if only I tried this or if only I tried that mm-hmm. I want to try it all so if the ship's sinking and I'm going down with the ship mm-hmm. well I gave it everything I know this is this it wasn't not, this is not, like but this also goes to that risk profile right yeah you've got to yeah. build that risk muscle because life is a risk Every, like, crossing the street is a risk it's a risk risk tolerance yeah so you need to build your, and again, we're not podcasters, we're not creators, mm-hmm. we're business owners. Mm-hmm. So we need to build our risk muscle. Mm-hmm. And for any of your listeners that want to really start to do something different, don't quit your job tomorrow and start a blog. Mm-hmm. Let's slowly do it on the side and then cross over. Okay. I don't, did that answer? No, I mean, I think that did kind of answer the yeah. question. Um, you know, two people look at the same situation and one person sees opportunity and one person sees something to stay away from. So, yeah. um, I think for you, when you're just talking about what is uniquely you is that you are trying and just, I'm also taking this from a little bit of what I've heard. You're trying to be a change agent and help or produce something that helps people. Yeah. And one book that I, it's, it's so funny. Like there's a book set go to linchpin. Mm-hmm. Just be connector of people. Mm-hmm. Like you I, I'm big on generosity, mm-hmm. so I'm probably one of the top three to five personal finance commentators mm-hmm. of people or whatever in Australia. Right? Mm-hmm. And I'm probably the only one who talks vocally about giving generosity. Why do you think that's not talked about? I, I don't know. It's just... I, I, I don't know. I mean... You will never be worse off from being generous. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not talking about you know, if you can't feed your family, give your money away, mm-hmm. but you can give a smile. You can make a meal for your neighbor. Mm-hmm. It's about a generous heart. And you can't give anything away because it always comes back. Mm-hmm. And 
Yeah, I, I just want to be generous and encourage people to do the best that they can. Because, you know, I was sitting in this conference in 2017 without podcasts. Mm-hmm. I still had my own business. And fast forward now, like, we do over a million dollars a year in revenue. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't overnight. And all through that time, I've been a generous giver and my giving is growing. You know, we have, we support charities on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I just think, I, I personally think there's nothing more disgusting than amassing wealth just for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, there's always been worse off. If you had to start it all over again from scratch with zero debts or assets in 2022, where would you start? What do you see as growth opportunities in this sector or any other sector? It's a million times harder to start a podcast today. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to go out and say that I probably couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. As well... It wouldn't be the same. Well, I don't want to discount, you know, like anything can happen. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But the problem was, at the time, there was nothing there and I felt felt the need in the market. And one of my risk profile things is if I see a gap in the market, Mm -hmm. I'll drive a truck through that gap Mm -hmm. and leave it all out on the table. So if I had to start again, I would be hyper, hyper uh, intentional quality content because the content is what keeps people going. And do you feel like the median of content makes a difference? I don't know how big like TikTok is in Australia yeah, it's or, big. I mean, or you know Instagram I or YouTube. Play to your demographic. Like I don't know many well I know more Gen Z on TikTok than millennials. Yeah. I don't know if I know any Gen X's on TikTok. Yeah. But the podcast media mm-hmm. kind of most people there. I mean, if you're like, if you want to do a show for young males, mm-hmm. you're doing it on YouTube, mm-hmm. like straight up. That's you know, seventy percent of our listeners on our podcast are female. Eighty mm-hmm. percent of our subscribers on our YouTube are male. So you've got to find what you, where your audience is mm-hmm. and go to them. Be where your audience hangs out. So if I was doing it again, it would be probably. And even with our podcasts now, we're in the meat of the discussion within three minutes. Mm-hmm. If you want to talk and catch up, do it at the end. Like, get to the meat because you'll burn potential listeners. If you, if you really want a podcast, and in my, like, you, if you just started, yeah, sure, one a week, one a fortnight, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Whatever you do, be consistent. But realistically, in my world, in podcasts, if you're not podcasting, twice a week and you be dead because mm-hmm. there's just so many options things move too quickly it's just it's crazy but it, if you, you might do a long form podcast it's a three hour episode mm-hmm. and you do one drop a month and everyone froths on it mm-hmm. but it's, it's going back to what your audience is most I think you know I'm about to start a podcast and it's a 10 minute episode a day mm-hmm. it's called My Millennial Daily mm-hmm. and we're going to pre-record a whole heap in can, it's 10 minutes a day, I'll do money on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, John Pigeon will do property on Thursdays, Shell Johnson will do a career thing on Tuesdays, mm-hmm. so you, you cannot produce enough content. And then one last question based off of the content and your audience, 
did you find your audience or does your audience find you? They find us now. At the start, I spent $60,000 in the first 12 months on Instagram ads mm-hmm. because I had to, you know, and I was in a fortunate position that I'd sold my financial planning business. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be an online business. Mm-hmm. So I sold my business, had a heap of money in the bank, but I didn't have a job. Mm-hmm. So I had to build an audience as fast as possible. So I, I, I bought a fair chunk of my audience to start with. Okay. But I couldn't do that today because it's so saturated. Everyone's got a podcast now. Mm-hmm. So if I run Instagram ads to the podcast now, it doesn't move the needle. Mm. Four years ago, it did. So you've got to look at how can you good quality content, consistent content, be a guest on other people's shows. Mm-hmm. So if you're doing a podcast, you want to grow the podcast. How can you reach out and volunteer your services to talk on any, any other shows? Yeah. But it's all, all right. it, it will, it, and I think one last thing, it's all about user-generated content. Okay. Create a Facebook group, send listeners to the Facebook group, mm-hmm. ask them what they want to hear about, what topics, give the people what they want. It's mm-hmm. not about you, it's about them. Okay. The less that you speak, the better. If you're interviewing someone, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you, you might do a weekly episode where you're just answering a question that someone writes in the Facebook group, you've got to give the people what they want. Thank you. You give me a lot of ideas to chew on, and I really enjoyed um, this. And I will let you know when this comes out. Awesome. All right. Thanks, mate. Bye bye. Bye, fans. Thanks time. I'm Billy and Bye. So glad. Daddy, Jody, and Bye. And mommy. And mommy. Who's got my back? I got your back. Who's got my back? Who got that swag? Who got that swag? I got that swag! I'll work it off. Okay, bye-bye. Purpose to make this life worth it. Through the joy and pain, you gotta keep searching. Living life, no regrets. Ain't no shoulda, woulda, coulda, had a older. Still been a minute since I've been up at the altar. Thank you for listening to Family Abide. Make sure to subscribe in order to catch future episodes. Family Abide is available on all your favorite podcast outlets. Remember, life is not just about family. It's not just about wealth. It's about building people and communities that endure without yielding. Always choose your abundance beyond insecurities, debts, and entanglements. The next generation is depending on us. Remember your purpose. Sow your grind and watch it grow. Thank you for joining us on Family Abide. So you're crying. Everybody need, everybody need, everybody need, I'm tired of my problems, I'm tired of the drama, I'm tired of the pressure from my mama and my papa. I'm tired of the pain, I'm tired of the rain, I'm tired of the hurting, I'm tired of the working, I'm tired of the struggling, I'm tired of the hustling, I'm so sick and tired, tired of having nothing. Jam Jam, you got something to say? But after they Yeah, I think it's good developing daddy daughter relationships.